Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normia Vasquez-Scales, at your disposal. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lighthearted episode ahead of us. In fact, one of my best friends, Jennifer Vanderputten, is literally in the house, is on site with me to engage in a retrospective conversation pertaining to an impromptu ladies' retreat I'd hosted at my new residence. What I'd initially intended to be a casual evening with a few friends over to my new home had graduated to a sleepover, which essentially became a ladies' retreat I'd alluded the ladies' retreat that I've alluded to previously. So that particular weekend unexpectedly evoked not only an array of camaraderie, transparent conversation, and as I quote, rehydration, yet healing. And of course, recalibration. A priceless gift, nevertheless, that yielded what we all mutually yearned and craved in multitude in a multitude of rewards and regards. I personally felt emotionally purged and watered. And being the five-dimensional thinker that I deemed myself to be, I'd elected to think beyond the sphere, defying the status quo as always, thereby summoning my closest friends for a girls' night in as opposed to the notorious ladies' night on the town or ladies' night out as exercised by the masses. Me being trademark Mia going against the grain. In fact, I challenge you listeners to give it a whirl. Go, you know, go again, you know, go against the grain in a positive context and do something different sporadically or better yet, daily. Whatever you decide upon, however, should leave you feeling absolutely hydrated. Translation, watered, nurtured, ladies and gentlemen. So ladies, this is a strategy for harnessing your siren power. So give yourself permission to be giddy, bubbly girls at a sleepover. Have that generous serving of profiterol, tiramisu, gelato, treat yourself to that dress you've been eyeballing, or that steam room spa moment, or exceed the extra mile by indulging in that island vacation in Bali. On whatever scale or continuum you decide, albeit large or small, I implore you to go for it. After all, nothing will change if you neglect to implement change. So carpe diem. Ladies and gentlemen, have the courage to date yourself, embolden yourself to step outside of your comfort zones and your own and enjoy your own sound company. This was a morsel of advice that was lent by a relationship coach, you know, which shall remain nameless, which I deemed to be utmost gratifying. In fact, I indulged in a solo date by dining out fresco at a local art museum after an quote-unquote introverted girls meetup this past afternoon. I can still 
feel the sun bronzing my face during that decadent huevos rancheros and tea infusion experience. So Jennifer, who's literally right beside me before we dialogue, I'd like to reiterate the poem I dedicated to you. In lieu of your abundant, lion-hearted generosity towards Maximo and I during our dark interval at the cadence of 2018, as always, I thank you wholeheartedly for being there. So once again, it's titled Genuine in a Nombre del Paz, dedicated to Jennifer Peace Vanderputten. Undulating guttural laughter resonates throughout the meticulously crafted sanctuary perched amid doe, fawn, buck-laden terrain, embossed, embellished, garnished with skyscraping pine trees, birthing fallen needles encompassing the domicile. Billowing aromatic smoke spawned from blistering firewood ascends, diffusing throughout the calm, evoked from civil resolve betwixt and between parent-son dialogues, seems akin to, to vintage televised programming featuring the cleavers quintessential textbook definitions of sound familial units, radiating sound equilibrium in every intricate facet. Order comprised of cupboards adorned with homespun, homespun bottled nutrients, physical and literate, sorry, physical and literate, physical and figurative, nurturing fare, inducing vitality, expelling fatigue, tender loving care, permeating from the stock galley kitchen, customized, personalized, via Torian Piscean perfection, invoking a whirlwind of peace, I quote peace, creating tranquil summer monsoonic vortices, fireside alongside oscillating linen, laundry in preparation for folding, and above all, among wholesome family suppers, sowing equanimity at bedtime, tucking all gracefully into bed, upon which the reels of blissful slumber churn, God bestowed by the hands of the genuinely, J-E-N, genuinely graceful governess, gifted with the innate superpower of uncoincil, lion-hearted, agape healing. Welcome to the Recalibrating the Scales radio show, Jennifer. How are you this evening? Doing very well. Thank you. So, Jennifer, can you share a tad with our listeners about you and your repertoire of, of gifts and crafts? She's a master organizer, amongst other things, and a techie. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Jen Vanderputten. I'm, um, yeah, I like to organize. I like to have an organized life. I think maybe it's out of survival. <laughs> I have a house full of men. Two boys and a husband, and uh, they share a somewhat uh, a personality trait of being somewhat disorganized themselves. <laughs> I find that my extra organization can help things run a little more smoothly. Um, I do home canning, home food preservation. That's something I grew up with in my Appalachian family, quilting and canning and gardening and that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, my pantry is top to bottom filled with canned green beans and homemade tomato sauce. My youngest loves his spaghetti and tomato sauce, Uh, pickles and jams and jellies and all that kind of good stuff. 
my uh, Torian Zen in the kitchen, getting creative in the kitchen. Actually, this past week, I just got to redoing the beds in my garden. So I have planted tomatoes and cabbages. We'll be planting some more. Looking forward to nurturing life in the spring and summer. That's another one of my therapeutic things that I like to do for myself. And some for the last couple of years I haven't done a lot of. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Software engineer, that's the techie reference. <laughs> but uh, also working on um, writing. Just a couple years ago, I started writing. So, science fiction and fantasy. Working on a novel while raising my boys and trying to keep the household <laughs> moving. And so, basically, me being translating, she is the Jackie of all trades, and she does master all of the things that she's mentioned. I've seen it in action. This is not an exaggeration. It is real. So, Jennifer, we canvassed vast terrain at that sleepover turned retreat uh, by virtue of a plethora of sensitive subject matter. I know... You know, I checked in with you, with, mm-hmm. with you and said, oh, I hope it wasn't a bit too strong, too harsh uh, during that retreat, as I, I referred to it. So, hence in hindsight, what, if anything, did that impromptu girls' night in evoke for you personally, if anything? Oh, I guess it's probably been a really long time since I've had any kind of bonding time with other women. Um, I've been on some writers' retreats, but that's a mixed company men and women, um, family reunions. But again, that's just, you know, all of us piled in together. Um, but this was, you know, I guess this is more like, I was reminded of uh, a book I recently read by it's another local author here. Uh, she actually teaches, but I forget where. Now, um, her name is Michelle Tracy Berger, and her book is called Renew You, R-E-E-N-U, you. It's a, it's a science fiction novella. Um, and the book centered around like found family, you know, that sense of camaraderie and, and finding something you find with people maybe you connect with in more than a way that just friends. It's almost like family, but the kind that you get to choose. And it felt like that, that evening, you know, especially the next day when we were having our group hug and Shanae was like, yeah, she was I could see that she was feeling the love. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. the best way to say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time since I've been in that kind of an emotional atmosphere mm-hmm. that seems to happen with women. We do kind of, I think we we do have that desire to like bond and love and and to share that with each other. Um, but out there in the you know in the world sometimes it can pit us against each other. I feel like these retreats are a way we can actually get back to who we are, the the collaborators, the compassionate, the the empathetic, the I those agree. positive traits. I, I agree with you. And um I wasn't kidding when I mentioned it it was above and beyond in a positive light, of course, what I expected. I just intended for the oh yeah, that's right, Shanae and Natasha, oh you haven't you haven't seen the new pile of bricks. So, so come mm-hmm. on over then. That inspired thought led to another. I'm like, ooh, let's make it a sleepover. And then unbeknownst to us all, so I'm, you know, there were the four of us, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer, um, Shanae, Natasha, they were 
you know, we, it was a fabulous, fabulous weekend. But I know for me personally, it did it did evoke some healing that I needed. It was this purge or purging that I alluded to that did unfold. It did transpire. And I believe for each one of us, I wish the other two ladies were on the were were, were here mm-hmm. or dialing in um, to give their personal testimonies mm-hmm. because for each one of us, it seemed to draw something different. Yeah, we did. It, Jennifer and I did have to do a little bit of fire extinguishing. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit, little bit of a disagreement broke out as things. But I think that's a sign, though, that we were becoming, you know, very intimately part of each other's, you know, innermost personal thoughts and feelings. This can happen in these mm-hmm. moments, but that can also lead to some misunderstanding. But when those misunderstandings can be bridged, and you know the the healing that I saw just serves to deepen, you know, that positive bonding, that positive part of the relationship, you know, sort of the bonding by fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I guess that just, that happens in these things. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's part of relationship building. Yes. Yes. And, well, it's interesting that both of us, earth, we, we, two of us earth signs, were there to extinguish the fire. <laughs> and it was, like, it was a symbolic bonfire moment. Um, but I'm digressing. I'm getting off off topic. So, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, this is focused, this episode does focus on women, but it's not exclusively for women. So, gentlemen out there, I really hope that you're listening and you're taking notes. If not for your surrounding women within your circle, but even for yourselves personally. There's something that we could all draw from this episode. We all need these moments of, of these moments to reset and have that camaraderie. We all need moments where we do water ourselves. It's not just it's not just limited or exclusive to one gender. You know, it applies to both. And you did jump ahead, you know, um, on one of the questions you Clarifying, you you read my mind. But going back to this hydration concept, I I draw that from, I can't coin that, I draw that from a relationship coach that you heard me make a reference to, a female relationship coach, where she encourages women to do that. Water yourself, to hydrate in different ways. And again, it's relative from person to person. So a question on that subject, subject, as I call Operation Women's or hydration, or, or operation hydration, for you gentlemen out there listening, when was the last time you actually dated yourself, and how so, Jennifer? Ooh. You know, it's probably been, that's honestly probably been a couple of years. And I remember there was one day I had such a fit of creativity, and I spent probably eight to ten hours writing on my front porch. I would just go in to get a drink or visit <laughs> the ladies. Um, and I think I wrote about 10,000 words that day in one day. And I, it was just like, you know, that, that creativity, that surge and rush of creativity and the sheer joy of, of immersing myself in that and not having any other demands um, on me that day. Um, and it was actually at a time just before things 
kind of went downhill with, with my son at school. That's we could probably do a whole other podcast on that, so I won't I won't digress. But, I love it. Um, but I don't know. It's just this odd moment of calm and time and people. I felt like I was I had slipped out of time, and you know, and then came back ten hours later <laughs> to the world. It was really interesting. Um, but I felt like that was truly all for me, all from me, and, you know, no external forces, just purely me manifesting. So I guess that was the closest thing. Okay. But keyword, something for Jennifer. Yes. And again, on any scale, ladies and gentlemen, there's no, you don't have to take that luxury vacation, you know, across the globe. It could be something as treating yourself, you know, to a five to ten minute cup of coffee or a cup of herbal tea or whatever you fancy. So I just wanted to, you know, to get to clarify that. Another question I have. Okay, so you, this might be a bit redundant. I said, how how do you rehydrate, Jennifer, or how do you water yourself as a means of nurturing your feminine energy, which I think is very important. I think the gardening is the gardening. a big thing for me. Um, getting creative in the kitchen when there's no schedule, there's no rush, when I can just take my time. Um, and, I mean, I love it when people are in there with me. I mean, if I could spend a day where people were just were just cooking and eating and talking and drinking and just enjoying, you know, that, that's like, that would be like a bliss thing for me. Um, but, yeah, writing being able to write again without worrying about a schedule, without worrying about I got to get back a certain time to get dinner and I got to get groceries. Like these rare moments I have when there's nothing else for the rest of the day. I literally can just come and go as I need to. Then often I will go out maybe to a cafe or for some reason outdoors when I'm writing um, is that's when I, I do my best work and being outdoors with the gardening, you know, that's being out there in the fresh air, surrounded by life, nurturing life or nurturing my art. That definitely refills my, my energy buckets or, you know, refills, recharges my battery, waters me, nurtures me. Which makes sense you know, that because it appeals to that, that earth, and that earthiness mm-hmm. component, which, yes, yes, definitely, definitely is innate, I would say. Yeah. When I was in college, there was a group of us. I was living in North Carolina for a short while working for IBM as an intern. And there was a group of us used to get together every Thursday night uh, at an old place called the Fox and the Hound. It's an English style pub. They're gone now. Yeah. And Tiernanog is gone now, too. So I don't know if there's any place left that's like this, but we would sing the old, you know, Irish and Scottish and British songs and eat and drink and make merry all night. And those were, yeah, I remember those days with a great deal of fondness. If I could, like, find another group of people or a situation like that again, that would definitely be something. You've got one. You've got it. You've got got the making. You've got to have the place, though. There's something about that, you know, the pub, the, the, the public house, the meeting place, the eating, the drinking, and the song that is so integral to that experience. And the old, singing the old songs, you know. 
But there was a, a band that would come every Thursday, and they knew how to play the old songs. But everybody would join in in sing. Sort of part of the experience. I'd love to indulge in something like that. Find it again. I'll, I'll definitely invite you. Because Natasha said she had the little Irish in her as well. So. The keeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's got a little Irish in them. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. So now I'm doing something a little bit different. But before I segue into that, I'm going to call this next session the rapid fire round. By by the way, by the way, I just want to get an edgewise. <laughs> this I've enjoyed doing a mini episode or a mini episodes in broadcast, but this is by far the most organic. And I just wanted <laughs> to say that publicly on the air because she is the first featured guest that I've actually had present. You know, the people that I've spoken to on polar opposite sides of the world of the country, on the West Coast, and we're on the East Coast. So this does lend a different different uh, energy, mm-hmm. I would have to say. But for the rapid fire round, just for fun, just for kicks. These are just some very brief, concise, full-sented, and short, short, you know, brief uh, questions. So, Jennifer, close-knit groups or massive crowds? Oh, I'm a 50-50 split on that. Can I be 50-50 split on that? Because there's times when I love to be big, part of the big crowd, and there's times when I want to be in that small, intimate group. Okay, okay, I get that. Island vacation or mountain range excursion? I think island vacation. Mm, agreed. Wealthy in health, finances, or a combination of the two? Combination. I, I, I sense that one coming. <laughs> Okay, here's the here's the clincher. Jennifer and for all of you listening, quantity or quality? Mm, quality. Definitely, definitely. So now let's turn the tables. We still got some time left on the clock. Are there any questions or comments that you have for me? Mm. What were your takeaways from the sleepover? My takeaways it was for, for starters, it was an unexpected gift, as I've alluded to. It definitely was synonymous with the balance, which is what this episode and this radio movement, as I call it, represents. You know, it has to do with resetting. Mm-hmm. It happened during that Mercury retrograde period. Mm-hmm. So it was a time uh, for a reunion. It had been a while since we'd all been in the same space, and it was the first time you met Natasha. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you, Shanae, and I, we'd been in, in a couple of different spaces. The pool party, annual pool party for Cynthia, um, what else? And the yes, the sip and paint. How can I forget about the sip and paint? But uh, those. But this one, just wanted to do something different because we're always going out. We're always going to, going fetching, um, thinking outside the box, being that five-dimensional thinker. Because I do practice what I preach, ladies and gentlemen. I do implement what I advise. So I wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to do something different. And I figured, okay, well, how about let's. Let's be girls again. You know, let's be goofy girls. We're in a safe space, you know, where we could say, you know, speak openly, uncensored, and boy, did we have some (laughs) uncensored conversations. (laughs) Unplugged, ladies and gentlemen, very raw subject matter, but very honest and authentic. And then just a place where we can get together and just have, you know, have that female camaraderie, the brunch the following morning. 
we went to bed, what, about 4 or 5 in the morning? I think, we were, I think it was probably Three, about 5. Four. And woke up a few hours later <laughs> yep. making brunch. And it was a, it was a community effort. Mm-hmm. Everybody pitched in in one regard or another, but I'm sorry to dominate the conversation. No, this is my turn to ask you, so you are the, you're the person of the moment. <laughs> what part of that, where was the rebalancing part of that for you? Like, where, what was the opposing force that this was bringing back into balance for you? Just not getting lost, as we have a tendency to do as women, as mothers, as significant others, as wives, uh, getting lost in our Significant, uh, significant, sorry to me, significant others getting lost in our children. It was just the moment carved out for us, you know, where we could pour out. Um, and it was therapeutic. It was therapeutic for Shanae because she's definitely been through a set of trials. Mm-hmm. Natasha was a, a chance for her to have a break. Jennifer, for you to have a break. Just something mm-hmm. contrary to the norm. Mm-hmm. Day to day grind. And the burning question has been every conversation I've had with, with Janae is when is the next one? So <laughs> I'm definitely going to have another from her that she really got, she really, <laughs> I, I, of all the people there who were there that night, who do you felt, mm-hmm. who do you felt received the most nurturing? You know what? I'm wondering if it were Janae. That was my guess as well. She really, she really buoyed by it. Yes. Yes. And, and she's been incessantly inquiring about Aww. the next one. So I'm like, okay, well, just give me a minute to regroup because there's preparation involved yeah. in, in having it as the setup, the setup and the breakdown afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually organized the third bedroom today. So, Ooh. you know, that'll make life easier. Yeah, Make a room for that. You know, just you know, have that extra extra overnight space. So, I'm I'm slowly. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. I'm thinking maybe May. Maybe, maybe your birth month. Yeah. Maybe a birthday party. Hmm. That's a great month. Just for the girls, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, just uh, well, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. You decide. Mm-hmm. So that's a month. That's a busy month for me. The birthday, Mother's Day. And my anniversary is all in one month. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense. That is intense. That is intense. That's the idea for my birthday, doing something totally for me. Yeah, for you. I like that. And I have been, even even when you had taken us in and we were, you know, we Max, my son and I, Maximo and I, had actually temporarily resided with Jennifer and her family. They took us in, ladies and gentlemen. They took us in. Um, it was a... You know, basically a delicate situation at the time, you know, because we had to evacuate where we were living and move into the new space, which I'm very, very pleased about. Um, but I did ask you, you said, you're always looking out for everybody else. <laughs> yep. Which is true. I said, so, you know, your turn. What, I mean, what, it yeah. is your turn. What, what for Jennifer now? What is Jennifer doing for Jennifer? What can we do for Jennifer? Think because right. I'm sorry. That's oh, the, I'm sorry. That's the she's a nurturer. That's the tour. It, it is. It is. And I I put myself last all the time. And and the situation my family is in right now, and my husband and his health. You know, I know he's leaning on me heavily. And uh, I mean, he and I have had many a conversation about that. He's but you know he's 
he's doing the best he can to um, you know, do the things he needs to do to get well. But, you know, health situations are what they are. Um, you only can do your best. Um, but for me, like right now in my life, I have this opportunity. I'm not working full time for the big corporation anymore. And I have this dream of being a published author. That's the part of me that aches to be fulfilled, is creating that art. Hmm. And that's, that's, I'm trying to make some time for it, you know, but I did the, I'm doing Camp NaNoWriteMo right now, and it won't, but I haven't actually written any words yet. <laughs> so this coming week, last week, though, I was, I was nurturing myself in the garden, which I love to do. That was good. Um, this coming week, I think I'm going to give myself a lot of space to write because both kids will be back in school. All our spring breaks will be done. I'll have some of that quiet time to myself. And that is a comfort to hear. Okay. Well, I'd like to extend my utmost sincere gratitude to Jennifer Vanderputten, to Jennifer, for joining me in the flesh, ladies and gentlemen, up close and personal this evening. Doesn't get much closer than this. And thank you immensely for sharing your time, space, and your and your energy to contribute to this broadcast. As always, I applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, coupled with all of you listener, listeners out there spanning and speckling the globe. Just remember, this radio movement end episode and this broadcast platform rests upon your very broad shoulders, so I implore your continued listenership. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off. Thank you.